Hey, what's up, guys? This week's episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father is brought to you by our friends at Oro and Kinder Beauty, uh, two brands that we love and love supporting. More on both of them and the offers that we have for you guys later in the show. But until then, as always, sit back, relax, or baby, keep it moving. Motherfather version two. If you've been listening, you know how we do. How I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, and Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice of Mother Time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. See, is it nothing like a mother father? If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. Sheesh. You ain't gotta be the mother father. You could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need or you're far, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school. You got a job. We just want to know who you are. So we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both... Hit them. Adults! And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. We've got an awesome episode for you guys. Thank you again so much for leaving all these great voicemails. We have um, quite a few, so hopefully we'll get to yours on the show today. Um, By the way, if you want to leave a voicemail for us, it's 818-659-5142. And just a side note, if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, we'd so appreciate the support. Our account is adultinglikeamf. And the cool thing about it is we share a variety of content. It's kind of like... A mixture of memes and really well curated reels that Kelly puts together and makes you feel all the feels, or at least I do. So I would love the support. I'm just going to throw that little CTA out there. I love it. (laughs) Okay. We're going to jump into our wins and fails. And I think um, hopefully we dive more into this. Um, But I want to, well, let's hit them with the wins and fails. How about that? What do you want to dive into? I want to talk a little bit about sort of like the behind the scenes of the influencer space. Oh, a little BTS. Yeah. Like I want to pull back the curtain just a bit because it is a huge source of our revenue right now and um, not necessarily. Yeah. It's like our, um, it's, it's our livelihood at this point. Yeah. So I want to talk about it because I think it's interesting even just being quote unquote now an influencer, you know, it's still interesting to me figuring it out because it's relatively like a newer industry and because we are affected by it in some way um it kind of falls into our adulting wins and fails sure um so let's do that and then segue into well do you want to just jump right into that if it's part of your win and fail well it's more part of your win and fail right yeah it is actually wasn't going to touch that we can we can talk about it later um i was sitting here trying to think trying to think of a fail for last several minutes and I feel like there's so many but I can't I can't like I think my, number one it's Monday my my brain's just foggy right now uh, but I can't pinpoint something so I'm gonna skip the fail today we can talk about the social media piece in just a bit uh, I'm gonna move on to a couple wins here number one uh, work at the new house should be starting this week finally finally dude awesome freaking finally um yeah like nothing major i think the the plumber 
uh, maybe an electrician are going to come by to take a look at what they need to do. And then at least the plumber will get started, which at, right now, anything <laughs> happening over there is a win. For sure. Like it, it can't just sit there anymore. For sure. You know, we did go over there over the weekend. Um, I had to do a couple things like set up the alarm system and, and something else. I forget. Um, and then Daniela ran and got some food and came back and we had both kids with us, obviously. And, and we just sat in the front yard and had like a little picnic lunch <laughs> and it was like, it was so nice. Like it was a beautiful little moment. And and the thing up there that's like makes it so different from where we are now is we're in the Valley. It's just like busy, congested, um, and loud. Mm-hmm. And you go up there and it was like, you could not hear a thing. Like <laughs> if I farted outside, <laughs> which you did, <laughs> <laughs> which I did, um, if I farted outside, like for sure the people across the street could hear. Oh, yeah. No, I was here. The only thing I would hear was like the occasional car door slamming at like a neighbor's house across the street. Yeah, but any action you're like, what's yeah. going what on? Yeah, what is that? What is that? Yeah, it's so different. So different. I was Dude, thinking, I'm... oh, man, what are we going to do with, with the Gio? kids? Yes, because oh, yeah. they can be super loud and we're in like the thick of the tantrum stage. And I just don't think this neighborhood knows what's coming because... What we've learned so far about where we're moving is that this development was built back in the 80s and a lot of the owners there now were the original owners or close to. So like they're all a little bit older than us and have kids that have already like probably are in college or out of college at this point. So I just feel like we're going to bring this like ruckus to the neighborhood that they are not expecting. You're going to love it or hate it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but it's good. It's new life up there. Like. That's just the cycle of everything, you know? Yeah. So it'll be good. So that's part of the win. The other part of the win is just, in general, I feel like my relationship with Ivory is, is starting to blossom. And it's just a really nice thing, you know? I was telling you last night how, like, it's just, she's special, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, now she's much more aware of things. She's scanning all the time, but personally like i can walk into a room and she hears me and she could be across the room but she's scanning she finds me we we lock eyes and all i have to do is like one little like funny dance or like make a little face at her or something she just lights up you know Mm -hmm. and with everything else going on and like you know how challenging geo can be at times she's just like right now she's just like a piece of calmness Mm -hmm. you know and just joy and it's just it, it's just great to have her around. You I think know? I hope she doesn't have... go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, and I don't think she can walk on out anytime soon. Um, but she is crawling, which is wild. Like that's a Kinda. new thing. It's Kinda. like a half crawl. I mean, she can get from like point A to point B, but you know, it might be a, an interesting way There's of like getting some, there. Th- yeah. There's some rolls and some backwards. pulling. And, yeah. <laughs> She's just so cute. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, I was saying like we have an interesting dynamic with our kids because they're so different in so many ways like from day one but I think like you know you get what you can handle and we're handling it barely (laughs) sometimes barely I will say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna spice things up a bit okay you've been making some bomb coffee these days and I 
I appreciate it, by the way, segue, um, really appreciate it. You're really good at it. And I'm glad that you're very consistent about making the coffee, giving it to me. I was on a call this morning. It was a little hectic um, because we have these Monday meetings for Kinder. And um, sometimes they're longer and sometimes I'm more involved than others. And Andrew just comes in with a, a beautiful cappuccino with homemade almond milk that was fresh. Shout out Almond Cow. And I was like, this is epic. Um, you got it good and good. You yeah. got it good. I got it good on the coffee front for sure. <laughs> for sure. Wait, that's it? <laughs> no, there's some other cool things too. What are those? <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I just felt like today I decided that like I'm properly caffeinated. I got a good start on the day. We're in the process of hiring two really crucial, awesome members of kinder beauty like to the team and it's crazy because i won't go too far into this but it's like it's crazy because we have like an actual company with like departments now that aren't just going to be one person right yeah, yeah, yeah. right and that's yeah. what's so crazy don't like have to wear like a million hats anymore like like we're getting to that point where we can have some support in every department and you know it makes the biggest difference and we got so much interest when we were looking to hire these two specific roles and all the candidates were actually really well qualified and it was nice because I, I sat in one of the um, interviews and I talked to because I was really invested in our in our social media role because it's just I think it's such an important important position in a company it's like yeah, what I sure. feel that like your, that was your baby for like the first what two years oh yeah yeah for a while like i just was the only one posting on kinder because that was it was just me our other andrew and and evie and there was that was it i did all the social so to hand it over it's been challenging because i have this like specific like look and feel that i really want to go for and i don't even feel like we've accomplished it to the degree that i want to so interviewing these people was really it was really important to me and i feel like we have just a really good shot at doing something that's going to look and feel really polished and luxe and very on brand for us, yet being super relatable and friendly. These are the luxe. words that I throw in my in my what? meetings when I'm trying to describe what we're looking for. I just Where, throw. Where's it the off. creamy? <laughs> oh yeah, and creamy and cozy and creamy warm and is inviting. Her absolute favorite descriptor. I love describing things and creating the visual i don't know that it actually translates but me expressing it just feels like i'm getting my point across i want it to be creamy i want it to be friendly i want it to be luxe and fresh and clean and like natural and organic and there'd be textures this is what i want mm -hmm. okay that is kinder beauty to me so that was a great meeting and i feel like it set my day and my week hopefully on a good foot because um a couple things i should just throw out there that's on the agenda we have geo's very first like real birthday party on the horizon it is his second birthday what's real well i mean we put a little bit of effort into this one you know More the first effort. birthday we just had some family like really close family meet us at a park and everyone kind of social distanced on their own blankets and it was just a different I dynamic mean, i mean there were there were a few people there what do you mean there were a few people there no i, mean, I it was know probably like 30 40 people at the park yeah i think so what between birthday like were you at what do you mean between the, the other kids the family the close friends there was Three other kids. That's it? 
Okay. Well, I was there. All right. There may have been 30 people at the entire park. Nah, I don't think so. Not even. There were 30 people at our party. Dude, you're on another level. I just was at the party. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> these are the things that, like, I'm like, how did, where, do we even? Yeah, we live on two different planets sometimes. I don't get it. Well, let's go back and look at the pictures then. We have pictures, right? Easily. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, well, we'll do that then. We'll settle this another time. Oh, wow. So Okay, so anyways, he's turning two. We've we put more effort into... A last-minute birthday real shenanigan. party. Um, but what I was going to say is it this morning set me off on, like, the right foot. I was like, okay, we have things to do around here, you know? And we it's, like, real countdown time because another layer to this madness is we have to leave on Wednesday because they're filming another commercial at our house. And so we are not Depot. Yeah. Our second home Depot commercial here, which is so wild. You guys like to think that our kitchen is qualified enough to be like a kitchen on a home Depot commercial. It's not, it's, I mean, listen, you do some lighting and maybe a little touch up here and there. They're literally pulling all of our appliances out. Dude, this project is crazy. What? Okay. The things that happen to make things happen in this business. Oh, yeah. They'll go great lengths. Are insane. Yeah. Right? Like she said, they're pulling all of our appliances out. They're putting in new appliances that don't fit. So then they have to fill gaps. So, like, literally a a carpenter has to come in and create, like, faux cabinetry that fills the gaps. faux countertops. Faux countertops. How do you match a countertop without, like... It's showing a weird seam, and I just, my mind is blown. I mean, luckily, the commercial is probably 15 seconds, you know? So everything's moving so fast, most people wouldn't notice anything like that. But still, like, they're taking the hood vent over the stove out and, like, putting in cabinetry, and and I don't know if it's a real or fake microwave. And then what's even crazier is they look through the the whole house for the other spaces to see what else they could do. And they decided that our master bedroom would be a great laundry room. <laughs> so they're literally moving out every, well, I say everything. There's not much. There's a, there's a big bed. There's like a dresser type thing and a TV on the wall and some pictures and stuff. But they're taking everything down, moving everything out, putting up whatever they need to and no, moving in a washer and dryer. Yeah, moving in a washer and dryer, cabinetry, building out like a countertop, like a full like, you know, pinterest-esque laundry room yes and so all this is that we're leaving wednesday uh-huh they start thursday and they're supposed to be wrapped up by saturday everything cleaned up so we'll we'll be on wednesday and we'll come back saturday at some point and our house will have been used for a home depot commercial our master bedroom would have been a laundry room <laughs> okay and then when we come home it'll be back to normal ish and then we have to ish. literally put it whatever isn't back to normal put it back together clean the house up and then start like game planning for the next day which is his birthday party on sunday i didn't want to adjust anything because i was like no in a weird way i kind of thrive in a little bit of chaos it's organized chaos i like it and so i think it'll actually work out well for us there won't be a lot of stagnant air to just like fiddle our fingers so i think it'll be an interesting week and it's this is like the calm before the store. So is there anything that you need to get off your chest before we just start like rallying? I'm already tired. Well, you better man. No, the I'm heck fine. Up. I'm fine. I'm fine. But I will say that these allergies are killing me, man. Do you know what we posted on adulting today? What the thing about allergies don't exist and it's like a gut problem? Can I tell you? And I 
I don't now have I have to problem. tread lightly because I feel like it's so easy to say the wrong thing and, you know, possibly offend someone. But I've always thought that allergies can't always just be allergies because why does someone have allergies and someone not have allergies in the same space, in the same environment? Like that one know. person must have something that triggers a reaction. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the gut theory makes sense then. <laughs> what makes you so upset about that? But I would also argue that like I have a very small left nostril. No, but that's again something, so right? That's part of the problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you might sniff some pollen, mm-hmm. right? But you'll sniff it and it'll go all the way through whatever whatever it's called that like it goes through, right? Okay. <laughs> I may sniff some pollen, not on purpose, right? Because I'm not <laughs> sniffing pollen on purpose, but I may sniff some and it'll go all the way through on the right side. Mm. On the left side, imagine like, you know, the guy comes out to walk kids across the crosswalk, like near a school and he puts his hand out and say, stop. Mm-hmm. That's what the left side of my nose is doing. You mm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I sniff the pollen on accident. And then the, the crosswalk guy says, no. And then the pollen gets stopped there. Mm-hmm. And then I think it irritates the inside of the nose. Mm-hmm. And then per your theory, then my gut immune <laughs> system kicks in and it pays it a visit. And then we have a problem. Right? Boom. It's science, guys. It's the truth. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. So before starting the episode, this day, this morning has just been kind of nonstop. I said to Andrew, did you, did you want to eat? He was like, no, I'm good. I just had an Oro. And I swear to you, I feel like I've gotten that response more times than not. Um, Is there a problem there? No, not a problem. In fact, they're the best thing to keep in the fridge for anyone who comes over and is like hanging with the kids and doesn't want to stop to eat. Like my, um, what do you call them? I guess my stepdad. Your family's decided that they're also theirs. They're also theirs. Yeah. Like my brother, my stepdad, um, which sounds so weird to say. They all are big fans of the Oreo. They like open the fridge and they're like, can can we snag one? I don't even know if they're asking, to be honest. Um, Yeah. Not much asking, which is okay. Fine. Mikasa Sukasa, you know? <laughs> Mi oro, yo su oro. See. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Use oh, the code if you want to get some. Yeah, of course. Use the code Andrew20. Get you 20% off. Try it. Honestly, try both. But the chocolate like, is mind-blowing. Like, You're going to love the chocolate. It's going to become your new best friend, especially like when you just need something stocked in your fridge or whatever for like a convenient meal on the go. That's why it's called the Oro Mini Meal Shake. When you open the fridge and they're all stacked up nice in there, mm-hmm. it's like you cannot look anywhere else. It's chic. To- so, so chic. <laughs> so chic. Chic. Are you so happy I threw that out there? It's so chic. No, you made me think of Aaron. Oh, oh, oh. Our, yeah. our friend Aaron. She thinks like country chic is like a thing. Anyways, <laughs> back to Oro. Um, yeah, when they're all, when they're, you know, when they're all lined up in there nicely. Yeah. Like they'd be like in a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to look away. Like, you cannot grab anything else but that. It's like when you're watching um, Cribs and, you know, people mm-hmm. put effort into their fridge when they know that Cribs is coming over and they open you, the fridge. Those fridges do not look like that. No, I, or like, you know, they have their assistant, like, jazz it up for the day. That's how I feel when I open our fridge and I see Oro just stacked. Yep. It, it looks especially nice when the first, at least the first row is like chocolate, 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 chocolate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like lots of chocolate. What is happening? I don't know. It's Monday. I mean, it's Monday. I <laughs> What's feel the website? Off. 
It's uh, drinkoral.com, code Andrew20, and get you 20% off. Guys, 300 calories, 16 grams of protein, 23 vitamins and minerals, everything you want, nothing that you don't. Drinkoral.com, Andrew20, check them out. And now back to adulting like a mother father. And do you know what you can do to help your gut? Pro, you, you think the answer to everything is, is creaminess no. and probiotics. Okay, close. Yes, you should be taking probiotics. I've said that for, I can't even tell you how long. But, and I think you do this already, but like if for someone who doesn't know, you're supposed to eat a variety, a vast variety of plants. Mm-hmm. Fruits, vegetables, legumes, like nuts, seeds, you know, naturally deriving things that isn't like compromised by just BS, gross you know. Sounds like a raw sugar deodorant commercial. There you go. Okay. Wait, we should talk about just a little bit of the influencer stuff. And then also, um, I'll get to this after. So we're off the gut. We're off the nostril gut issue thing. We're moving on because okay. this, this is a dead end. Oh, we do have some good news. Andrew set an appointment for his nose surgery. You. I did do that. Yep. Yep. It's the 30th of uh, this month. So wish me luck. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, look, I'm a grown up man. I'm 33. I am a little nervous about doing this because it's been a long time since I've I've done anything that like was elective outside of my lip. But I feel like I had, like absolutely had to do that, and it's I mean it's still messed up. But this is something like that I've chosen to do, and like I'm obviously I'm alive. Like I'm living with the nose thing. It's not comfortable. Like I wake up congested all the time. Like throughout. I don't consider that like as elected elective as you do maybe it's maybe okay so so maybe this is a, a big way of saying like they put me under right yeah yeah i don't know the last time i i did that and and for some reason like i know people have these sorts of things done all the time but like i haven't done it for a long time and it's just unfamiliar for me so it's like it's a it's a tiny bit scary not sure. gonna lie yeah i think you'll be i think you're gonna handle it like a champ and i think in the short term it may suck and you might be uncomfortable for a little bit but in the long term my goodness i think it's gonna be worth it it feels worth it right now because i can't breathe on the left side of my nose there you go right now yeah not not a good thing um so yeah so you wanted to move on let's let's move on let's touch on social media like i don't know how deep you want to go no you just, just start us out yeah we're just gonna like scratch the surface because it's just something we're dealing with right now yep um so obviously you guys know that like I came from the acting world and I, because of my history on Nickelodeon, built a little bit of a following and, you know, in the last few years, becoming an influencer has become so much more prevalent and that is like a way that a lot of people make income via social media and it's been something that I think I've really been touch and go with because I don't. I don't think I approach it the way that most quote unquote influencers do in terms of being strategic and making it a real business. It's something that I kind of struggle with because honestly, like I just have a lot of balls I'm juggling and I don't feel that organized enough to take it that seriously. Do you you think part of that is what's, what's crazy is like, if you acknowledge like what, what's really most important in, in, in like your career world right now, it's probably that, right? Influencing. Sure. Social media, right? It's definitely the breadwinner at this point. Do you think that you don't take it as seriously as 
others may do because that's not like where you built your name and your brand? For sure. For sure. I didn't just, I didn't wake up one day and say, oh, I want to be a YouTube star. I want to be an influencer. That kind of happened as like an organic thing, um, kind of in the background as I was trying to like act, you know, and create other streams of income outside of influencing. I think it's a great, like, I'm not saying I don't appreciate the work. I'm, I love that that's, no, you know, something that, yeah, it's amazing. You can get paid for doing, it's not like, I think people think it's something that it's not, right? It it can definitely be time consuming. It can be really stressful. There's performance pressure. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, there are a lot of other things that you could be doing and working harder and making a lot less money, you know? Totally. So in that regard, like, super fortunate that it even exists. For sure. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like so many people – um, who consume content on a daily basis. Like, I don't think they understand sort of what's happening in order to produce that simple, very organic, like, influencer kind of content. Dude, and sometimes, like, just how many people put their hands on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, let me just spit it out. There there are deals that, like, Andrew and I have to do um, where – you know, you shoot the content and you have a full deck or a PDF that like walks you through what kind of voice they want it to be in, like what details you need to hit, um, what language you should use, what you shouldn't do, what sort of, I mean, it's super mapped out for you. And I think that that part is not something that I necessarily resonate with. No. <laughs> um, that's why I don't thrive, I think, in this like space. I don't take it as seriously because... If I'm going to sell something straight up, I'm going to sell it whether I'm getting paid or not. Because it's something yeah, it's that easier. I literally it comes, like. It comes off more natural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that to me, like, I don't know. It's 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 a tricky balance, right? Because. <sighs> I think, um, side note, I think influencers could be great salespeople. Like if they just sold one thing, like worked for a company and sold one thing. Sure. Because selling while you're influencing is. It's kind of tricky, right? Like, I don't think people realize you have to go from, I mean, pe- people do like multiple spots in one day. Oh, I know. I you know? see it. You have to go from being like this industry product expert <laughs> to like being this industry product expert, like <laughs> on your on your feed or your stories or whatever. Like they could literally be a few hours apart and you're like, damn, this fool jumps around a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. smart guy. Oh my God. Right. That's so true. And it's, and it's wild when I see, you know, mom specifically doing it because I know how hard it is to break away to get, you know, a clean, quiet space to be able to even shoot that content. Then you have to, in most cases, send that to your agent or the brand and wait to get approval on that. Um, there's just so many back and forth moments and details that have to be hit. Andrew's really good at hitting the details, but the reason why this came up at all was because he came from doing a spot in the garage. Like he was doing, um, some content for a brand, um, Titan fitness. Yeah. And he was all like 
worked up because we always go into it with the intention that it'll be like, wham, bam, thank you, man. I'm just going to shoot some content for mm-hmm. this brand. It'll be so easy. Like, I love it. It works. I, it's in my lifestyle. I, I can talk about it. It's no problem. And then you start getting in your head and you start overanalyzing. And then what's coming out of your mouth doesn't feel organic. And you're did like, I, well, shit, I, I don't want to do all their talking Did points, I talk about yeah. messaging? Like, <laughs> did I do something they don't want? Right. Like, what you don't want to have to do is do it over. Oh, yeah. And then if you have to do it over and like the majority of your slides are cleared except for one little thing, you have to like go back, put the outfit oh on, like gosh. hope that the lighting matches and like redo it or take the risk of redoing the entire You know, story. I just did that for, for Raw Sugar. You did? Who, I actually love working with them. But yeah, I, I'll if it's not posted by the time you guys hear this, like it'll be up in a day or so, so go give it a look and you'll catch it at the very end <laughs> just a very simple reel and i think i filmed the original one like a week ago uh-huh. and then i and then i uh trimmed my face yeah pre and post hair, so I, had facial fix, hair. I, I had to fix one little part at the end so like the first the majority of it so i got a bunch of facial hair and then the very end it's like there's a short clip of not that what's interesting is that in in acting you know i grew up around People always trying to match continuity. And there was literally someone who had a job specifically to go through, make notes in the script and match continuity. So, for instance, you know, if you're in a scene and you're picking up a a cup of coffee, right, and you're saying it on your line, you if you're not um, conscious of like your actions as you're acting, someone is. And when you go to do a pickup, which is like to redo that scene or that moment, if you don't do that same thing, this person, that's their job to like yeah, they're supposed to tell it. you like, oh, hey, you had your hand up at this point or your hair was behind your, yeah, you know, You were back holding your or... cup in the left hand. And sure. Oh, yeah. Right because when it comes to the editing room, like all of this stuff makes such a huge difference. And sometimes it slips by. Totally. And it's so obvious to someone like me because I'm just programmed to look at continuity and lighting and weird shit like that. But it was funny when you did that pickup on your story because I was like, this is a perfect example of like what not to do in the acting world. And it happens all the time. Like what, the facial hair there thing? is many times where you film something like a TV show or a movie and you need to go back and redo a scene, but it could be weeks later for films. It's mm-hmm. sometimes months, months later. Yeah. And then they have to either wig you if you've changed your hair or they have to tan you or you have to put weight on, lose weight. Like it is wild mm-hmm. what is done. It's, for the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking about it gets me excited. <laughs> yeah. I want you to go back too. You Is do? That, well, I just know it like lights you up, you know? It's weird. It's like a, it's a, it's a love, love, dislike thing. Not hate. Cause I, I really yeah, but don't. It's the same thing with social. It's all, know? it's just the work, right? It's with any job, you know, any sort of job. It doesn't matter what you're doing. There are so many things that you probably love about it. The income being one of the biggest things, but then also, the lifestyle and the purpose behind it feeling like you have structure in some regard but then also those are sometimes the things that make it so difficult the lifestyle the structure Mm -hmm. so i would say like i know we're kind of just getting random now but like with acting the hardest part for me would just be how much rejection there is oh that's by far it's like 99 percent rejection one percent approval yep you know once you get in you get in it's it can be phenomenal, but then it's like, then you're, you're hodling, as they say in the stock world, holding on for dear life, you know, because oh. you never know when that one gig that you work so hard to get ends. You could be think like, oh, this project's going to be amazing and it's a TV show. It's going to go for 10 seasons and then they cut you after one, mm-hmm. you know, or you don't even make it for a full season. You don't even get picked up. Yep. Yeah. I know. it. That's one of the things that makes social media 
a little bit more appealing because you do have some more control. And if you, you wanted to put the effort into it, you actually could employ yourself if you had the organization and the motivation to do that. Yeah, a lot of people do that. And it's probably no secret at this point, but people... They create content like way in advance. Everything's like pre-scheduled. Like, you know, there's apps like Later and whatever else where it's just auto-posting for them. They're posting at like pivotal perfect times based on their own stats, like when their content does best and when their audience is most engaged and all that. Like there's there's a lot of stuff behind it. I'm sure a lot of people do that, but we barely do. All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Okay, you guys, so this Thursday, Kinder Beauty is revealing our October collections. Now, if you know me, you know how important October is for me. I am such a fan of the fall season, and our boxes are so good. I'm just letting you know in advance. I know if you're listening on Tuesday or Wednesday. They better have a Halloween surprise in them. Oh, we have a Halloween collection coming up. Okay. We did this last year. Speak to me. They sold out in 48 hours and um, 20% of the Halloween boxes, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about the Halloween boxes. I'm going to just say it. 20% um, gets donated back to PETA and these boxes are super high value. I think there's over $120 worth of goodies in them. Anyways, um, just to learn more, please support kinderbeauty.com and get yourself some beautiful, cruelty-free, clean, vegan beauty products. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. I'll tell you one thing. So in the Kinder Beauty meeting today, we're talking a lot about social media and just talking about the scope of work that this new hire will have on their plate once we like redelegate because there's like now three plus me in social media. Um, And so we're actually going to be able to like handle different things, which will be really nice to alleviate some of the workload off one individual, which is Kelly. (laughs) Um, But where I was going with that is... um, Andrew, who um, is my co-founder, he was saying how like, you know, we spend all this money in Facebook ads and that's not not necessarily as predictable as it once was because of the algorithm changing all the time and Facebook ads kind of like pulling the rug up below us a little bit this last like. Yeah, and getting more expensive. Getting more expensive. Um, But he said what is thriving and what I think has been always thriving and the most consistent return is influencer advertising. And I agreed with him, and it was nice to hear that because sometimes you get nervous. I'm sure people who are more invested in the influencer space who literally make just sole, like their only income from influencing, probably worries that, like, what happens when, like, you know, a platform goes down or, you know, brands start pivoting away from paying influencers and spend it more in Google ads or whatever. But the truth is, is that he believes and i think we've seen it over the last two years that the influencers have a more consistent return and i get it it's a human connection people trust people and it's just different i don't know what do you think yeah it's interesting because i've i've had thoughts like over the last year that you know in the future i could see it going away it's like a really saturated market now i feel and i don't know if things I think people get burnt out on seeing ads from everybody and they just like skip through and they don't, they don't convert the way that, you know, the brands or the agencies are are hoping that they convert. So when that starts to happen, I feel like 
you know, the advertisers will move away and find something else. But what is the something else? I don't know. I don't know. What I love, though, is that you do have that human connection element, and it's a very targeted audience, like especially the influencers that are very niche, like do one thing and do it really well. Like the people are following them for a reason. So when you find brands that align with that area of expertise or whatever, it makes all the sense in the world. You know, those are the perfect people to speak for, for your brand or for your product. Yeah. So yeah, now I don't, I don't see it going anywhere. Uh, I think the landscape's changed a little bit. It's definitely like, um, it's become more unpredictable for us. And I wonder if that's just because like, we've just been detached a little bit, like with just, you know, our personal life being busy with the kids and not like staying tuned into changes in the algorithm and just changes in like trends or patterns, even though it's never really been a thing that like we keep up with. We kind of just like do, do our own thing, you know, but I find it interesting. And it's just a random segue that, the toughest part right now is like having, uh, for me specifically, like I'm, I'm losing followers and I've lost like 5,000 followers in the last two months, which, you know, I don't know why, um, I haven't been as active, but that, that one is always interesting to me. Cause would you unfollow somebody because they're not posting? Cause you just wouldn't notice. Right. Right. So I don't know. So it's interesting to me. Um, but that's not really the point. The point is I'm losing and my my views like my stats are all over the place and that that's important because when you're making money for doing it that changes the type of money that you make if anything at all sure so you know it's obvious but anytime you do some sort of ad the brand typically wants to know the insights of what yeah. it performed so yeah. you have to then share the screenshots and our even mine I, my views are so unpredictable right now and I'll give you guys like an idea but like <laughs> one day I could have hundreds of thousands of views and then the next day barely hit 50. Yeah. 50,000. Sorry. Yeah. And it's just wild to me because it just seems like it could be. There's just no rhyme or reason for the swings, which, which I don't get like, you know, we've had intimate conversations, but you know, people throw around the, the term of, of shadow banning and it gets thrown around for different reasons but i'm i'm inclined to believe that maybe something like that is is going on what's wild is like neither you are or i are posting any like controversial content yeah but i know personally like i consume everything and part of it's like it's just the re- the same reason i read like next door threads all the time for <laughs> for like our neighborhood and local community cuz i just want to know what's going on i want to know where people's heads are at like i want to know the collective picture right and so i consume like that on on instagram too and i feel like when i consume things um that maybe aren't like the what the majority want consumed you know Mm -hmm. if that's the right way to put it i get dinged for that yeah and like i'll give you a very real example like like kind of like you one day i could have like upwards of say twenty thousand views on my story the very next day like can barely even touch a thousand yeah, that's so crazy to me. And I'm, I'm like, I try to look for patterns and I'm like, oh, maybe I consume some stuff that like the platform didn't like, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't think of anything else. But it's also more than that. Cause what I've heard is 
you have to be using what the platform wants you to use usually as well too. So like people talk a lot about using widgets and um, I've even heard, you know, they don't actually want you to use music because the like Instagram has to pay for the copyrights to the Mm. music. There's just a lot of weird things too that, that are happening that control, I think maybe could control, you know, I don't know what you would call it. Like getting your profile seen more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely build out things because that's what they want you to use. Right. Now we're not that great. Like I said, we're not that great. Like staying on top of those things. Um, we have a general sense of like what you're supposed to do. And sometimes we do it and sometimes we don't, you know, I just don't put too much pressure on that, but I find the swings really interesting. And, and honestly, the only reason that I care is because like, that's my livelihood right now. When I, I stepped away from like my traditional work, to figure out my life and not figure out my life, but like just go in a new direction. I was fortunate enough to have a, a smaller following and I could make some money off that. And now with kids, like, you know, if you didn't feel pressure before you feel pressure now to be able to provide, you know, and I, I definitely feel that. So it's just discouraging sometimes because I'm like, it's really effing with what I'm able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate when like, I have a brand deal. I'm somebody who wants to make people happy and, and I want to perform well for people. Right. And usually when you perform well, they'll, they want to come back again. And like, that's the point of this. And so you do like a brand deal and it, and it, it tanks just because like the numbers aren't there to support it. Then you got to send that through and you're just like, damn, you know? Yeah. Like it's disappointing. It's disappointing for me. And I know it's disappointing for them. Like, and it's just, just a bad look. And like, I, I, I don't know. I don't have an explanation. Like I just, I don't have like a 10th of the numbers I had a day ago or two days ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I can't tell you why. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. There's a bunch of, bunch of rambling here, but I, I'd say all that just because, because it's tied to the livelihood. There's, I definitely have interest in it. Right. But if I wasn't using it as a source of income, I don't know how active I'd be. You know, I find that I'm my, I'm happiest when. But you actually enjoy consuming more than creating, whereas like, um, yeah, I don't know if that's true. I I do enjoy that part. I enjoy like the quick little funny bits, you know. Especially at the end of the day, like I, it always seems to be at the end of the day where you just you're burnt out, and then you mindlessly just look at your phone, you end up scrolling for an hour when you meant to do it for two minutes. It just always works like that, but. I like just getting a good laugh from like the stupid shit that's on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, it is um it's a whirlwind. And I think like I don't know, all that to say that there's certainly more to it and you know, for for the average person that has really not a ton of um interest in like influencing you can think that it's very simple and that these people are, are paid heavily. And for some, yeah, when your numbers are really good, the money Dude, is, it can be, be insane. Astronomical. It can be insane, but that's all to, that's all based off of their actual like influence. Like whether their influence is really strong, their engagement is really strong and they can actually convert enough sales. And that doesn't come easy. That's someone understanding their audience, really cultivating a community and being really consistent. And that's doesn't always come super organic. That comes with some work and some structure. And, um, 
And it's all, yeah, it's all just really interesting. I'm still trying to figure out my place in it all because some of me just wants to be like, can I just be on a call sheet and show up for my call time and sit in here and make up and make people laugh? I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. But there's honestly more involved in that. The difference is, is like you get that, like that actual in-person physical connection, you know? Yeah. It's just, they're so different. They couldn't be more different. Yeah. Right. Like in, on one end you're sort of in the driver's seat right like in the social media space you can sort of create literally you are in control of creating the content and creating what your audience gravitates or hopefully what your audience gravitates toward and then on the other side you're at everyone's mercy you know it may feel like these celebrities are super powerful and in some ways yeah you hit a you hit a certain threshold and you're in demand and people hire you and you can kind of like call some shots but for the most part of your career at least in the beginning you're like okay i will take the job and i will do what i gotta do and it's not the most um rewarding feeling all the time um yeah it's it's all you know and all this is just part of being an adult because we have responsibilities and we have to make a living and we have to yeah it's it's just a different way to make a living yeah you know and some people get some people like really start from the bottom and, and like in the, in the world of social media or whatever entertainment, they work from the bottom and they figure it out. Like they figure out how to build a following and how to build value and community around them and whatnot. And some people are more fortunate, like all you guys on victorious and every other show that's popular stuff. You have a platform that kind of launches you into that space. And now you have your own personal brand as well, which is great. You know? Um, sure. But how do you stay relative? relative yeah, relevant relevant whoa yeah it's cool. that type of day <laughs> how do you stay oh. you know what i mean because victorious oh. was what 11 years ago now at this point i think you stay relevant <laughs> as long as you have to you know no i'm saying like how how would you what are actual like what are the action steps to be relevant in order to oh, maintain yeah. a growing platform You're like asking the wrong those are the things that a lot of influencers do there are a lot of publicity stunts there are a lot of shock value pieces of content there's a lot of uh, clickbaity type yeah, captions no like all this stuff exists and it's like are you willing to play the game yeah i mean there's and is that what you're what are, is that what people want to consume like yeah we're all well, but that, that's the thing it's like do we because we all you know praise organic content people being real and authentic but in reality a we lot also of these like people entertainment though we also like feeling like we're outside of our uh, like outside of normalness you mm. know our normalcy sure and that's why we like that like shock value stuff interesting okay i mean that's what that's why people watch watch the news because most of the stuff on the news is negative right yeah but it, it like keeps people locked in. Interesting. Same yeah. thing with like the short trendy content, usually like the real clickbaity stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's just evolving so quickly and I think it's just wild, you know, especially now that we're in just such a different phase of our life and we have so much distraction and, and two little ones hard. that need us. It's so hard because you want to be um current and you want to keep up because it's important to you but the last thing i want to do is be current and keep up it's so weird well you want to keep it up just because you have you have a platform to maintain and grow you know but that's what's so weird outside of that like i only want to post when i want to post i have a lot less interest in in keeping up yeah it's interesting you know but look the reality is at least for me and for you 
that like I'm in an interesting spot now at 33 walked away from career life that I was like you know my trajectory was uphill to like to figure it out and uh it's something that I deal with every day and there's there's a lot of pressure around it's like how am I going to be more successful than I was there in this world that like I'm not an expert in I I have a lot to learn and a lot a lot of areas to grow in and less time you know but I also have like I have this very like centric pressure to to like do well and be successful for myself I put that on myself but we also have a family now mm-hmm. two kids you know and there's a lot of pressure that comes with like being able to put food on the table and not just that like if I'm being honest like build the 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 dream life that you want you know yeah because I, I don't want average right I so, mean yeah I guess I think a lot of the social media stuff comes comes from that just frustration around like right now I feel like I have little control over it I know that there's a, a lot more that I can do but little control but would you think about like what you want to do it's like on one hand I'm like oh man I you know I I I ideally I build something where I'm not dependent on any one platform because not that this is ever going to happen but tomorrow like Facebook could say like we're turning Instagram off right and if that's like where you've built your entire brand and business and whatever like that could go away in a second it's not going to happen because there's too much money well it happened for a lot of people in the e-commerce space like we saw it at Kinder where like things changed in the advertising side and all of a sudden we weren't we weren't converting right yeah and that was a huge piece of our our business for a little while and yeah you have to figure it out for sure and so yeah you're right to think that like and that's why I I always talk about having various streams of income and not relying on one source like if one were to go away could you could you survive yeah and that's like super important but it's it's not easy for people to get there you know like I would argue that like you should focus on one thing and get good at that one thing to make money so that you can put it into other places yeah yeah for sure it has to yeah you have to start but now I don't have that one thing you know right so there's some soul searching to do for sure but then then when I think about it from like if you step back and look at from a business perspective influencing at least for an individual is a really great business like in most cases it's just you and there's no there's no overhead there's no product that you have to create and like maintain inventory for like it's just you and a phone or a camera Mm -hmm. and that's it you know and you can get paid pretty well for it and your expenses are like minimal to nothing so it's a it's a great business from that point but it's like acting where it's you know there there are no guarantees no guarantees. no guarantees and like things can change that change your performance and then then a lot changes and lifestyle you know what i'm saying like people might gravitate towards gravitate towards you when you're in some certain part of your life right like I'm, i'll use weddings for an example you know you might have a boost then or like in certain exciting times but then like on the day-to-day but that's why influencers create those times yeah it's it's interesting yeah you know you create experiences so that you can create content around it yeah yeah you know we kind of talked about doing that and that was that was part of the play like i think it was like the start of the year when i said like once a week we're gonna go do a family day which was like number one for us to like create experiences together but number two like also gave us the opportunity to create more interesting content because we were literally just here every day like it gets mundane and boring you know and boring for people to see too 
Now we haven't followed through with that. <laughs> There's a running but we are going here. to a farm this week. Oh, you guys, we're staying at a farm. Oh, I'm so excited. Kind of a farm. No, it's a farm. There's like 200 plus acres and a bunch of animals. Not necessarily like it's like a they're they're I guess yeah we talked about, wild? We, we talked about this and we'll throw this out there because is the def like is the definition of a farm like has to be like a working farm where animals are raised and then no. ultimately killed? Actually, no, I don't right? know. Like you can just have a farm with animals on it and like they're your they're your peeps. I hope so. I'm not sure because so what would you call that if it wasn't a farm? And it's like weird I'm, because like I don't even want to call them pets because I feel like that's also not looked upon as being. I would hope that these are like animals that were maybe rescued from a from a working farm. Okay, they're your friends. Just call them friends. Yeah. Anyways, it'll be a cool experience, and I'm looking forward to getting out of the house and letting a bunch of people create chaos here to film a commercial. And Dude, but also the farm. You oh, know? yeah. For Geo, like there's, on his are, birthday there are weekend? horses. There's uh, There are alpacas. Oh, my gosh. Donkeys. Wow. Uh, and, and I forget what else, but like obviously the kids are going, Geo's going to be out of his mind. Yeah, he's going to be so excited. Out of his... And Jake's going too. Yeah, <laughs> that'll and be And Jake's going to be out of his mind. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, how much time do we have? None. None? No None. time for voicemails? No. Oh, man. Okay, well, we'll save them for next week, you guys. Thank you again for listening. Um, this was a, a cluster of an episode, but... We just felt like throwing it all out there, you know, everything that's sort of on the tip of our tongue and things we're dealing with. I think that's just how we, oh, you know what? Hold on. I want to touch on something really quick. Last week, um, I talked a little bit about ADHD because my brother um, was diagnosed with it at a young age and it really affected, um, I think, my my childhood and also my just opinion on it. And I have like sort of a a hard time talking about it. And I, and when saying what I said in the last episode about it potentially just being a label, I'm not exactly sure how I worded it, but that like, there are things that we can do environmentally to help someone who could have ADHD, which I I stand by, but I don't disagree with people using, you know, medication if that's their choice. And that's something that's changed their life for the better. I just want to put that out there because we received an email from um, a listener who I ended up going back and forth with a little bit. And we just had a great conversation. But I learned that I I could have possibly offended people out there who do struggle with ADHD and that it's very real for some. Um, But I want to clarify that this just really came from a place that was touchy for me and it's something that I struggle with because um you know my brother's super important to me and I and he's had a hard go for the majority you know of his life and um and so I got a little emotional and said some stuff that I think could have possibly offended people and I'm sorry for that um all that to also say you know (sighs) I didn't even want to get too much into my brother but I just anyone who's struggling with mental health like you have like all my support, you know, and I, I'm sorry. And it's the worst and it's the worst for, for you going through it and and family around you. And, um, I'm not here to judge. I'm just really just sharing my feelings and that's it. You done good. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We will be back next week. Um, and until then have an awesome week. Peace.
Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods. Oh,